I saw ready? this episode and I was confused. <laughs> Lost, one might say. Oh. No, that's so, it. Oh, here, we go. Turn Night, buddy. <laughs> here we go. Make Suck it, AJ. <laughs> the key was only on two. And your broken plot. <laughs> we love you, AJ. Um, hey, what are we talking about today, Pat Androdan? We're talking about Lost. <gasps> yeah. The TV show. That thing we mentioned in the cold open. All I ever think of is the Muppets. Uh, like, you know, those two old men who make fun of everything? Oh. Lost, aptly named. I was lost <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I can't remember. There's like another show that mocks them. I think was it's it 30, like Rock 30 Rock yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Those two pup, <laughs> those two Muppets will never not be funny to me. They're the yep, best Muppets. hundred percent agree. <laughs> you can make you can make them say literally anything, and I would probably find it hysterical. Because <laughs> well, you let's relate. not test that, but I huh? get what you're saying. If you were going to pick a Muppet that you were, would you pick one of them? Yeah, that's who I'd want to be, but I know it's not who I am. I don't know. I'm way more Sam the Eagle than I probably want to admit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like to think of myself as Pepe the King Prawn. <laughs> mostly because he's just so cute <laughs> so what are we talking about the Muppets today yes uh, the Kevin Muppets. Fever no we're going to talk about Lost I get the feeling I'm the only person who likes Lost in this group I don't Lost? dislike so Lost here's the yeah. thing I think you're a certain age older than Ooh. us Pat Ooh, rude. Ooh. Ooh. I, shots fired I'm sorry but I think we that's missed fair. Lost a little bit yeah, that's Not, I, I wasn't yeah. super mm-hmm. in, well yeah, that's I think it was a little bit two ships I, passing I was, in the night I was for me. In, I was in college. Okay, so yeah. I was not in college. So we would have yeah. been in like high school. I think yeah. the first season came out in maybe 04, maybe 05. So, right. So that would have been my freshman year of high school. So like it was a thing a lot of people liked when I got to college, but it just felt like it was either done or so far in to the point of like – and. Streaming was not what it is now, yeah. so like to go back and get caught up was kind of beyond my ken, right? Yeah. yeah, and and I will say it was very much a product of its time. I mean, when you think about the shows that were coming out in the late '90s or the early aughts, they were not a lot of serialized shows. It was a lot of standalone episodes, you know, where somebody could come in and out and not have, not what happened exactly. Um, and Lost was different. Lost was trying to tell a long story, but they still had a lot of those vestiges of of the previous decade of TV. So they still mm-hmm. had a writer's room being like, well, what if we do this? Or what if we do that? Rather than kind of like just one showrunner saying, this is my master plan. Um, the way Lost came together is super interesting. Are, do you know this story, Damon? I have, I do not know this story. I have a very tangential anecdote that I will tell when the moment is appropriate for me to interject. <laughs> Wait, so, the, when the bell tolls long. <laughs> so everybody gear up for that. Yeah. Um, so, Apparently there was like a ABC executives retreat, um, and that sounds fun. And, and they like d- had dangerous. Yeah, they, and they had some sort of Boy, like some sort of brainstorming. Got to still be sexual assault allegations <laughs> oh, coming yeah. out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had some sort of activity, which was like at at our next morning session, like everyone come up with three ideas, and so somebody one of their ideas was like, well, what if we did Survivor but a drama? 
We and then, didn't let them have sex that, as much. <laughs> <laughs> and then basically from there, they were like, this, this might have some legs. Let's put this on a list. And then that list got put in front of J.J. Abrams. And he was like, hmm, what if I made it like rather than just a normal island, what if I made it a weird island? Spooky a island. A weird spooky island. And then that was basically how Lost was started. And they started filming like a ridiculously short amount of time later. I was going to say, I <laughs> remember f- hearing that this show did not have an ending in mind when it started. No, I mean, it barely had a beginning in mind when it started. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that's such a, a danger of it, uh, of setting out with a mystery in mind if you don't know who the killer is. Yes, <laughs> well, exactly. And like, didn't episode one have like more like money behind it than like the rest of season one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like they had more budget for episode one of Lost than they had for the rest of the, the season. first season. Whoa. So they promised you a certain thing and then, budgetary and, wise and that then you did not puppets. get again. <laughs> yeah. And back then, I mean T V was like, well if we get if we can get people watching the first episode, they'll just keep watch, watching out of inertia. Like that still works. If Netflix <laughs> can get me to click on the first episode of a season, they pretty much know I will watch and all I'll three fall seasons. Fall asleep until they ask me if I want to <laughs> yep. mash the button and keep watching. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it does work though, right? I mean, it's like I said earlier last episode of like putting down a book series halfway through, like it's doable, but who really does yeah, it? And it's, yeah. it's even easier to not in a TV show. Like because we did our Bob's Burger recording, I've been watching Bob's Burgers Yay! and I'm liking it, but I liked it for a while and like. The later seasons haven't been quite as good, but they're 22-minute episodes, so it's so easy to just be like, well, I'll watch the rest of it. Like, it's really not that hard to do. And, yeah. like, they only needed to get me on, like, two or three, and then I was like, all right, I'll ride for this. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about animation that just lets them go for so long? Like, is it just such a like, low of level of... Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Well, and yeah. the other thing is, animation is still where you find episodic TV. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Almost all like live action, not animated is now becoming golden age of TV. Like here's our story arc and things are going to change. If you didn't see last week, you're going to be totally baffled. The Simpsons is still doing what it did 30 years ago. Bob's burgers is doing what the Simpsons did 30 years ago, where every episode, the same characters start in the same clothing, some stuff happens and then the next episode starts. And if you hadn't seen it, you wouldn't know. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like sitcoms are even more like serialized than they were yeah. ten Absolutely. years ago. Yeah. Well, we've mm. talked about—I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast before—but like the the nature of storytelling has changed from like the movie or the TV episode of like one chunk of thing being your story to the season, and mm-hmm. like even even in movies now, it feels like you're not done hearing that story until you've seen the other three movies it's related to. Like mm-hmm. that we are more into long-form storytelling, even if we're not particularly or good Or the at Disney it. Plus exclusive series. Yes. Yep. Launching <laughs> so again, fall 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of them are good or bad, but I think for most animation, it can still be episodic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's not true for everything. So, like, this is going to be nerdy, but I like nerdy things. So Netflix has this Dragon Prince season that I watched. It's like a kid's show, but I was like, yeah, was it looks good? interesting. It wasn't bad. Okay. Uh, Wasn't but, Guillermo del Toro involved in that? I believe so, yeah. yeah. And they have two seasons now, but, like, it's good. I like it. I can tell you right now, it's not going to have the legs. Like I will, it'll probably have three or four seasons and I'll watch them all and I'll like them. But like, because it is not episodic just by nature, it's like you can see where the outlines of their stories are Mm -hmm. and where at some point they will either try to break through that outline and it will be bad and I will stop or they will respect it and just say, okay, we've kind of told our story and that's fine. 
You can be done. But Lost didn't have this problem because it didn't have a plan at the beginning. Right. No, I mean, Lost is flying you can't break through walls yeah. you don't have. <laughs> and, I, and I think given that they didn't have that plan, I think what they did turned out to be pretty remarkable. But I, yeah. but ever, but all the criticism it gets, I totally understand. Even though I, I advocate for this show very strongly. Um, you know, there's there are a lot of plot points that do not hold up or do not come to fruition because you know they they were doing the best they could. They were throwing threads at a wall and they tied some of them up. Yes, exactly. Sure. Um, you had a tangent point, Damon. That okay. Sure you got back to. You. So, so I like that we came back to came back to my tangent. tangent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we decided Lost like premiered in like 2004, 2005, right? Mm-hmm. So around that same time. I was going through my ver- my first, like, I can buy comics with the money that I'm earning from mowing lawns. I thought you were going to say this is where I was in a plane crash and landed on <laughs> <laughs> yep. They stole my story. I want my millions. <laughs> yeah. This is like the weird purgatory that happens in, like, seasons three through five, and then Did something. Did I go back to I don't know. Okay. I didn't watch I'll it. Give, I'll give a bit of an thank explainer, but we don't, we, don't have, we don't have that many hours for me to explain um, the show. Also, thank you for telling Liz that your marriage time to her has been his your weird purgatory. <laughs> I'm not under any illusion it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're doing our best <laughs> so I was buying comic books for the first time and it was like right as uh, it was probably like four or five years into Marvel really buying into the Altman's, the Ultimates imprint where they were basically going back and they were trying to create this like compacted uh, like easy to jump onto like subset of uh, retellings of superhero stories like you know, Spider-Man's origin is like intrinsically linked, uh, linked to like super soldier serum stuff that was happening back right. in the forties, stuff like that, you know? Um, and like, it was supposed to be like super like all intertwined and people were really into it. And like, there was only like three or four series happening at a time. So you had like fantastic four, Spider-Man, uh, X-Men. And then like, they would do like a kind of like a little mini series run of yeah. something else for like a year or so. Right. And, the one one of the ones I was really excited about was Ultimate Hulk versus Wolverine, or yeah. Ultimate Wolverine versus Hulk. Um, and up. yeah, um, this has I'm a sure story. This is a tangent <laughs> anymore. <Okay. laughs> um, it's better research than I am. <laughs> which was um, written by Damon Lindelof okay. of Lost. Yeah, Shame. Writer right. of Lost. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it started in. Uh, looks like it started in like February of 2005 and it was really exciting because like you know Wolverine like hottest stick on the X-Men oh, and the ultimate story. Hulk was um, like neat because they'd only done a little bit of Avengers stuff and the Hulk was like a like a like a big anti-hero in the series like a big like unknown factor right and so it was gonna be like a cool like homage to like Wolverine's origin uh, fighting Hulk and all that and um, so you get through uh Issues one and two in, like, February and March of that year. And issue three is slated for April 19th, 2005. Waiting for the shoe to drop I see see where it's going. It came out after Lost. Yeah. You want to take a wild guess at when um, issue three was finally released? 2011. I'm going to go 2013. No. March. No, not that bad. March 4th of of 2009. Oh, that's yeah. still four yeah. years yeah. of waiting. So, yeah. so you're angry at Lost in part, I'm li- in part I'm, because... I'm angry at Damon Lindelof for getting sidetracked <laughs> about what was supposed to be a four-issue miniseries when it started. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like I'm fine. I get it if you're like, okay, I can't do two magnum opuses at the same time. Like, I need to pause one or the other. Just 
like knock it out in a weekend. Yeah. yeah. And like mm-hmm. Seriously. And send it to someone else to like do the illustrations. We're talking about ninety six pages of story here. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> like, if ABC wasn't making them do twenty four episodes a season, like, <laughs> you could have gotten it done. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about how long you had to wait for your comic books? How many marriages did this guy burn through in this time? <laughs> well, no, that's fair. I don't know if that's true. I was going to be like, clear, well, he's not James Cameron. Shock me. Uh, yeah, so I sat there with two issues of an unfinished series, and we were talking about not being able to finish the thing. And I was like, that was pretty infuriating for a thing that I knew was going to have an end in a medium that never does. Uh, Sabrina, <laughs> the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comic book is the same way. The, like, the dude who fucking wrote that got like eight and a half issues in and then was like, oh, we've got Jughead too. And we've got we've got uh, Vampironica. And then the TV show started, and I was like, I guess I'm never going to get <laughs> more comic because you already did it yeah. in the TV. Yeah. Season two, April 9th. I'm excited about excited. that. <laughs> it's a fun show. You should watch it. Anyway, Lost? Lost. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> should, we, should we do a little plot? Let's do Let's ratings do first, first yeah. and then we'll <laughs> let you do plot. Okay. Ow. Uh, how many episodes of this show are there? Ooh. Oh, uh, roughly. The yeah. Uh, more than 100. Wow. Well, then I am a less than uh, <laughs> 0.01 because I have seen one of them. And while you say this show was episodic, it was not episodic enough that I was very confused yeah, by you, what was happening. Yikes. Yeah, you saw one twenty-fourth of a season. 122 episodes. Yeah. So then I saw whatever one divided by 122 is. I feel like it's Some one small number that's under... <laughs> yeah, some, some... Yeah, call it like 0.8%. And, and the reason I suggested the episode I did was not for what was happening on the island, but the right. backstory. So hopefully you understood the backstory. I did, that I did because it was yeah. self-contained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good, I want to know yeah. how I did on math. Oh, 0.008197. I'm good at math, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. So You're yeah, in the that's right where I career. am. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> meant to read the Wikipedia about it today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really, the, it's really the intention that counts. Yeah, yeah, so like if intentions are everything, I'm a 10. Uh, I, uh, intention? Intent. Tension. Uh, I watched none of this show, and I know not much about it at all. <laughs> I've seen most of the actors and other things. Uh, and I was yeah, subscribed like to Entertainment Weekly at the same time this show was happening. Oh, so yeah. I know what the actors' lives were like and uh, whether or not those showrunners were having a nice time. Did you, then you did might you have read... a better rating than me. And I think maybe I've listened to did, Hurley one time. Did you ever read the, <laughs> the album? There was a columnist for Entertainment Weekly at the time who wrote these like massive essays about every episode oh yeah um and that's part no, I of why i got so hooked so i'm wondering if like you ever read uh, one of those no no i think i like i read one and was like oh shit this is like the middle of a season and i don't know anything about it but i yeah. really lo- like at that time i was really into entertainment weekly because i really loved the two main movie reviewers owen gleberman and lisa schwartz sure i thought that name was done sure <laughs> <laughs> no but the weird part is liz didn't she was totally secure in it. You had to pronounce it that way. Oh, okay. There's an ellipsis in the middle of it. It's actually reason. it's actually Lisa Schwartz Bumgarner. <laughs> Schwartz Bumgarner scene in Vargan. It's funny since you can tell people how to pronounce your name. I guess you could just tell them to do that. Yes, I say yeah. to everyone that my name is Elizabeth Tyler. No. <laughs> no. Um, Did you I, have a rating in there? It's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> Unless is one is the lowest, lowest and then it's a one. Yeah. I know I know vaguely what the show looks like. Like I can imagine a lot of like washed out beach scenes. Yeah, filmed in Hawaii. Yeah. Filmed in Hawaii. I can, but they I like can put an Instagram see filter yeah. on it. All the covers of all the DVDs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lens but flare. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
some shaggy you've, blonde hair. You've been in a Best Buy before. Right, yes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Evangeline Lilly's in it? Yeah, but this mm-hmm. is the other reason it makes sense that you love this so much because, like, this is the... Because, like, there are shows I love so much that I, like, go on Reddit and read yes. theories and, like, comment and do whatever. And this was something you could do that with before that before, existed. Before I knew about Reddit. Right. I think like, they like, made like, Reddit to do that. Yeah, yeah I mean, play. pretty much, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... So here's the thing. This show started in September of 2004, which was approximately when I started high school, and I was an involved kid in high school. Mm-hmm. And this show came on flex, like okay. halfway <laughs> through. Like this show came on like a half an hour before I would get home from whatever club I had. Like, so and my parents every episode. And my parents loved it, and it was before they had a oh. DVR. So like I saw like 15 minutes of the middle of. Every episode <laughs> up until I graduated high school, and before I got confused and was like, "I'm gonna eat dinner and go to bed." <laughs> this explains why I didn't watch it either, because I was also like an involved like theater kid and doing junk, and I was in sophomore year when like things actually got serious at my school. I actually yeah. thought about bringing this up earlier when it was like, "Yeah, well, if you were in college, you have the ability to kind of like carve out the one hour a week, like I'll always yeah. be available." Yeah. But yeah. when I was in high school, I did theater, and then other seasons I did like a few mm. sports and I did the, enough things that like I don't know that I would have had the ability to get home to always see an episode in a yeah. time that I couldn't necessarily record Case it. in point, when they made Heroes to try and copy this, mm-hmm. I was really excited about it because it was about superheroes and I had an impossible time trying to carve out the time to watch it. Yeah. I really wanted to watch Heroes when it happened yeah. and I didn't get yeah, a chance to Yeah, I watched it either. afterwards because I just like could not make Yeah, I didn't watch yeah. Planets Align. I didn't watch a ton in high school. Even early college, I didn't watch a ton of shows. This show came out when to I was... To be fair, TV only started when you hit college. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, missed, I missed the first season, and then my senior year was when season two was coming out, and I, I had a lot of my hardest classes like sophomore, junior year, so senior yeah, year was a, right. a little bit easier, mm-hmm. and I binged the first season and then started watching the second season senior year, so that, ex- that does explain a lot. Yeah. 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 It was a show I think... like. I would have maybe wound up watching it with my parents if they were into it, but I don't think they ever got into it. Well, I'm nerdy enough and like sci-fi spookiness enough that like if I had been in the right place at the right time, I yeah. think this is a show I would have. Yeah, would have been. And I fan. probably still would if I went back and watched it. I just like have never. The, pr- the problem say, is that this is right. one of those shows that I know that the ending is bad, so I don't want to get <laughs> invested. That is fair. It's different when you start like a book series, but you don't know the ending is going to be good or bad. And that's why I don't Knowing do it. The ending, <laughs> I could I could um, put you on the email chains that me and my friends had at the time, and I could just send you those. Tell me what episode you watch, and I'll send you the email chain, and All right, you deal. can be part of it. Oh, you know? I love that. that <laughs> no, just, great. just yeah, just forward it to me, and I'll respond to them. So yeah. all of your friends are like, "Who the shit is this guy on this email I chain?" Talked to Twelve like years, six years later, coming what in the fuck? real. That, that would actually be what happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> anywho. So Pat, what's your rating? Um, did Damon, did you give a rating? rating? You said you've half, seen, 15 half of seen fifteen minutes of four seasons. Of four seasons, like two. That's <laughs> like a, that's really like a two. Like I knew enough to like get an idea of like the structure of the show, and like I knew a bunch of characters, like relationships with one another. I didn't know any names. Uh, I have many like, of these seasons now because my parents will go home and I'll watch something with them, and so it's the instead of seeing fifteen minutes of like the middle of a lot of things, there's a lot of shows I've seen. Four episodes of four yeah. episodes of, but like each like four episodes apart, mm-hmm. so I can kind of keep mm-hmm. a beat on the story arc of, but not really understand why it's happening or who's yeah. doing things with it. 
I've watched every episode of Cash Cab with your parents. <laughs> Feels like it. I've watched every episode of NCIS 1,500 times with my father. That doesn't make any sense, Dan. You're only 30 years old. Like, there's not enough time in the world. <laughs> yeah, it, there is when you watch them eight hours a day every day. I love you, Dad, if you still listen to this podcast. No, who knows? Um, if you have time between NCIS. <laughs> so if I had to put a number on that, that'd be like a, that'd be like a two. I could hold a conversation with a person. Yeah. Um, you know yeah. some character names. And have you listened names. to the Hurley album? I have. What? Your neighbor, whatever they're watching, is like Stroby. Yeah. <laughs> little nuts. They yeah, watch. Been watching a lot of Stroby. For TV whatever lately. reason, I think they only watched like Twilight Zone reruns <laughs> based on like the flicker of their television. Or they're trying to Manchurian candidate their roommate. Yeah. Nah. When the lights are off, though, like any show could look like that. They could be watching like, you know, episodes of. I don't know, Sesame Street. Yeah, no, like but it's watching just... a YouTube video and it looked like you were being indoctrinated when I walked into the apartment today. No, that's fair. <laughs> By the way, David, Blue 72 Alpha. No, no, no! <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to go to the theater. <laughs> but other than that, Mrs. Trump, how was the play? <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Uh, I don't like the... Uh, no. That was a bad joke. Uh, we so... live in too, too delicate a time to yeah. that kind of joke. Um, All right, Pat, rating. what's your rating? I should give myself like an eight. Um, yeah. I've watched. I think that's when you're. I, admittedly, we picked things you felt very yeah. confident yes. in, but I think you you're the guest. So, like, just ate it yeah. across the board. I mean, that's how he I picked the topic. Right the <laughs> I watched um, God, the first. He ate it hard. <laughs> the first five Love seasons everywhere. I watched multiple times. The sixth and final season I only watched once because I was a little disappointed with the direction they went. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. Do you have like a headcanon of how you wish it ended? And you um, can tell me, and I won't know, but I'll believe you. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Like, not elaborate, but so I guess we're going to spoil this. Just give me your quick here. little um, it's synopsis. Been 25 years. Uh, yeah. I think let, it's good. Let, let me. Let me. We're going <laughs> to. How old do you think I am? <laughs> we're going to give you five minutes to talk about 124 episodes yeah. of television. Go. Let, let, me, let me do a quick recap, and, uh, and then I'll give you a little sense of where I thought the sixth season should go. So, the premise is that there's a plane crash. Um, and a bunch of people actually survived the, pr- the plane, cla- pr- yeah. plane crash Easy on this island. So they weren't in a Boeing 737 Exactly. Um, this sh- doesn't come out for a month. No one's going to remember that. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. sad. Yeah. That's so much sadder than if it was still sad. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. So, so initially, it's all about survival, as you would expect. Um, and there's also a, a clever premise where every episode they dive deep into a character and they show some backstory on that character. Um, so you really get to root for some of these characters before weird stuff starts happening. So is it a little like Gilligan's Island, but not silly? Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of silliness well, going it's on. Cast and that, yeah. the it's Castaway where the volleyball like is other people. It's Castaway with lots of people. <laughs> and that Survivor was Gilligan's Island, but competitive. But like <laughs> Yeah, that's probably how and, the hey, ABC you go back and, You go back and watch some Gilligan, it got competitive at times. <laughs> Who gonna hang out with Ginger? So then at various mm. other seasons, they realize that there's other people on the island. Some of them are from the other part of the plane that land on the other side of the island. But some of them seem to have been there for a long time. They go deeper. They find... Is this Spirit Island? Maybe. Okay. That's a deep... Board that's game? a That's a deep, deep board game deep cut. cut. Yeah. Deep board game cut. It's a game I think yeah. you'll like. I'm really excited. I want to play it again. So this yeah. is the one yeah, that so. took you guys a bajillion years to learn, yeah, but now but you feel good about it. it. We learned it. Like Great, I'm ready in progress. Yes, you know. it's, it's super fun. We built that plane yeah. in midair. <laughs> Eventually, you realize in Lost that there's this kind of scientific community that used to be there, and then maybe it fell apart for some reason. 
Um, like it, it was a research base. Oh, like is some, this the like left their base. experiments behind? Yeah, sort they of left their experiments movie? behind, so they're kind of finding all these things, and then it gets very sci-fi. Um, it becomes there's some time travel going on, like smoke there's, monster. Smoke monster is there. Okay. Um, it turns out that there's some maybe deities on the island. Um, it gets super weird. The another thing that happens is midway through the show instead of doing all flashbacks they do flash forwards so some of them get off the island oh. and then they decide to go back oh um, so they tell the story of Have why they not seen jurassic park yeah you can't go back yeah um just, when you swear to go back just don't all of this is to say that when the sixth season came along, the showrunners thought, well, we need to have some sort of clever premise. We can't. We already did flashback and we already did flash forward, so let's do flash sideways. And this is what really made me angry because um, they essentially invented a parallel universe for these people to be living in with all different lives, and nothing felt connected to the first five seasons. There's, there was still like what's happening on the island, and they okay. finished off that story, and I thought that was fine Mm -hmm. but then the flash aspect of the episode was like this alternate reality and it kind of was afterlife-ish but it was a little unclear and i thought they could have well there's no stakes yeah it's like if it's a different character you're not you don't care about that yeah like i care about the character's past i care about their future and if it's like oh in this alternate reality Mm -hmm. it's like if it's a kill the clone i don't need a clone like yeah but if you like sci-fi, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like mystery sci-fi Super stories, old. I think the first five Super seasons old. are really strong. I mean, it's a ton of episodes, so obviously some are better than others. Right. Um, but uh, you know, I still think overall it's a good show. Do you think it's a thing, given its length? Because they're hours, right? They're hour-long they're, episodes. Yeah, Forty minutes. Forty. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a thing you'll go back and watch again in your life? Um, maybe I think especially Strong because mood. it was a it was a network show, so I could potentially watch it with my child or yep. future children. Um, oh yeah, not like too when they're old enough. Spooky. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I mean I, yeah. that's all true. That's what I was just really asking yeah. of. Like, is mm-hmm. it worth it for I, you? You think to ever revisit again, or something? Like a thing I really enjoyed, but it's done. No, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. those happen to me where I'm like, I really like that, but that's enough. It for may that. be the only time I've ever experienced it, and then I have existential dread about death, and then I eat a cookie. I <laughs> would, but I. <laughs> I may be in the minority, though. I think most people probably would not. But for me, it's like a top five show yeah. that I've yeah. watched because well, then, yeah, of how you should revisit because it. of how much I got into it at the time. That I think, makes me think about the like out, your, outer limits episodes that I watched with my dad and like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched a ton of Mash Bugs Bunny as a kid and Mash. that I loved because my dad loved and I still love. But yeah, like, yeah. Plus, you're a dad. You're allowed to drag your kid kicking and screaming through an old show that they're like, I don't through really get. Through 400 it, hours really events, yeah, like yeah. This is this uh, <laughs> interesting? <laughs> but you do it. Yeah, I love it. If your you kids are lucky, there will be a Mystery Science Theater 3000 version of whatever thing you're really into. Yeah, I love so they watching can watch those that, movies. With and my then dad. be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the silly robot gonna make fun of it. <laughs> I think there's something. I think especially with like serialized art forms like television and uh, like comic books and stuff. Like I think the first the first time that you really latch on to a thing like that Fresh and like you yeah like you <laughs> baby I know <laughs> I was hoping someone would sing it <laughs> go on no but I, just, I think that like there's something about like learning how to learning how to digest something like that that like it just it yeah. there are things fo- informs the way that of when and how I experienced yeah. Yeah. especially they, because, because of their yours. newness and the idea that like their I, firstness it wasn't just watching the episode it was also like the conversation with well, friends say, you just said people. you had a long text yeah. or an email chain with them and yeah mm-hmm. there was that Doc Jensen guy for EW who wrote these massive like 8,000 oh, word yeah. 
essays like for every episode. It was crazy and awesome. Don't act like, like you're remembering that. He told I you that five minutes that ago. Name. <laughs> I know. That is the first time the name came up. Okay. I will give Liz that. Jerk. I was really in it. See, Entertainment Weekly was what I was really into. Yeah. Well, I figured you might actually have like seen like, oh, there's three pages of this guy's essay here. I'm not going to read it, but it's it's all here. There's a lot. I think I did mostly. I think I I remember reading a couple articles and being like, this seems like a lot of show, and then skipping it mostly because I was like, it's too far gone for me to get into it now, and I was just annoyed that there wasn't more space for like whatever movies were coming up and that I really liked. Yeah, that's about my experience, except I did it every week for four years. Sorry. <laughs> and just like 15 minutes in the middle of an episode, I was like, oh, I didn't see the first part of it. So Your parents generally have pretty news. good taste in shows, though. Yeah. Other than Cash Cow. This is the type of thing that like, it felt like every episode that they finished, though, it was like on the edge of being the last episode they watched. <laughs> <laughs> they were like annoyed with it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Oh, you burned me before, Damon Lindelhoff. Should we talk uh, money? Sure. Yeah, well, we got to know. So specifically for this episode, um, let me sh- please. How are we flashing yeah. in this uh, episode? Season two, episode thirteen. <laughs> so, so, we're the long so we're flashing mm. back. I think. I think because butts only. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's happening <laughs> on the island is that the main group has come into contact with another group of survivors, and they're trying to integrate. And there's a lot of distrust. Is I think what's happening on the island. There was a lot of distrust. Again, I saw this one episode. Yeah. I was not sure why. It's like I mean, it's one twenty fourth of a season, so it's like a right. small part of the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, yeah. They, yeah. Basically, the big thing about this one is it seemed like some group of people had guns yeah. and the other one did not, and there was a lot oh, of guns. conversation about like where they get stored and yeah. who has access to right. them. To place this in time, like the next week on the office, they met the warehouse guys for the first time. And uh, Dwight makes the joke about meeting the others. And oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, there we go. Yeah. yeah. You know what's mm-hmm. funny is like those those things that just go right over your head if you weren't there for that cultural moment it's referring to, and you're like, I guess that would be a funny joke, right. or you don't even notice it's a joke. Yeah. Like that happened to me with Breaking Bad. I watched it all like well after the show ended, and I just and had there's to, like, like bits that oh, yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. Okay, know 2008 to 2013 make a lot more sense now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, um, and they met these other people, and then I think um, the flashback centers on a character named Sawyer, which is actually not his real name, but he's kind of a con man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's it, blonde hair, McGee. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, he got the southern accent, like a southern con man. And um, there's several attractive men on this island. Good island to get stuck fine. on. They looked fine. I and mean, '90s attractive. But they were in the aughts. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while for that to wear off. <laughs> as best I can tell, there were two women on this island. Is that right? There's Evangeline <laughs> Lily and an Asian lady. The, yeah, there was an Asian lady. And a, then there was two women that looked very similar there, to each there other. There was a blonde lady who was a major part of the show, and then she got cast in a couple movies, and suddenly they had to write around that. Oh. Yeah, there was some, some shenanigans that the writer's room had to write around. Okay. Yeah. Going to get Hurley. famous. And Hurley. Beautiful lady. <laughs> There's, I thought these two ladies they, looked a lot alike which two, in the show. What are their names? Uh, Amelia de Ravine. Okay. And, and uh, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, but the uh, em- that um, Emily de Ravine, I think, was blonde oh. in the show. Oh, she's she uh, plays like she a saucy was, British oh, lady and she lots was. of stuff. No, I don't think she was in this episode. I could be wrong. Okay. But I just remember. She's in. I remember they cut back and forth with once them. Once upon a time. Okay. I remember they cut back and forth with them, and since they did the like, we're all covered in island dirt. I was like, 
Wait a second. Yeah. Okay, different. Yeah, all the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, the, the girl who was part of the flashback was not on the island. Right, that yeah. I knew. Yeah. Can I do a quick aside? Yeah. A, a story that's totally unrelated. When I was in my freshman year uh, acting classes, uh, I was in them with my friend Heather, who is a, a lovely lady from Alaska who is brunette and wears glasses. This is important for later. And there was this dude in the class named Reed who I think just decided to go to college because why not? And um, he, I don't think he got the point of school. And there was an exercise <laughs> where uh, we were going to do some sort of like like guided meditation acting bullshitty thing that sounded fun. Uh, and the teacher finished explaining the whole thing and she said, okay, uh, does anybody have any questions? And Reed went, yeah, I got one. And then he pointed at Heather and I and he goes, y'all the same except you wear glasses. <laughs> 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 and, uh, we were like, okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's, that's both incorrect and not a question. Like, that's one of my favorite things. <laughs> Megan had a, a friend she went to college with, um, and he was a large guy, and he would walk into rooms, and he'd s- go, let me ask you a question. And then he would ask, he would just tell somebody to get in. So, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Give me a beer. That's, that was just his, like, thing. Or, yes, there's let, an implied question like, in let there. Let me ask you a question. I want to play if it's like you're playing a video game or whatever. So now every now and then Megan and I will still do that where one of us will like walk into the room and be like, let me ask you a question. Give me a smoothie. Like something like that. I think I've, I think I've witnessed this and had no idea what was going yes, on. It's, it's a very inside joke for people who mostly live in South Carolina and us. But now you all know. Now okay. The more you know. Good. Wait, y'all the same. <laughs> y'all the same. Except she you wear glasses. <laughs> then one time I saw him many years later walking towards a train that I had just come out of. And, oh, no. and you pushed him in front of it. Well, no, he he and I passed each other and we made eye contact and I went, and he went, uh-huh. <laughs> and then we, we reached the other side of each other and I turned around the same time he turned around and he like jumped and pointed and went, you! And I went, ah! And I ran away. <laughs> you can't just do that at a lady on the train platform. But yeah. he no. and I both knew we knew each other. I know, you didn't know either but one of each other's names. as the third party... Oh, I remembered his name. Okay. As the third party on that train, I would be the person going, do I have to tackle this guy before he murders this woman? <laughs> you. And I like ran into the lobby of a Target and like hid behind a clothing rack going... <gasps> <laughs> okay, he so was we, ha- fine. we have people with guns and we have people covered in dirt. Yeah, the real thing is the flashback. <laughs> yeah. Where are they all covered in dirt? I mean, it's well, a dirty okay. place and they ain't got showers. It's also a network show, so they, they cleaned up pretty well. Most yeah, of okay. the time. But I mean, yeah. just like, they're all wearing makeup. It was just yeah. enough, like, smudging yeah. of, like, yeah. that yeah. the two mm. women became hard for me to go between. It was actually <laughs> happened to me with two of the guys, too, at first. As I understand it, everything we've talked about is not pertinent to the money Correct. part, Correct. though. So, zero. Okay. Yeah. We haven't even gotten there. Get to yeah. that we're business. Not, we're not close. The flashback involves a um, the con man who's executing one of his long cons. The episode yes. is called The Long Con. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, it's, it's about a divorce, basically. Yeah, basically yeah. he's conning a woman who got a large sum in a divorce, and Pat okay. just basically wanted to know, is that how divorce works? So we're going to talk about it. Huh. <laughs> Pat? <laughs> I wanted an excuse to talk about Lost. And I was like, what? So here what we is, are. Okay. What is there money involved? Uh, in I thought you were going to be like, I wanted an excuse to talk about divorce, and be like, Jen's great, though. <laughs> um... Yeah, so basically he cons her out of like 600 grand. And so the question was kind of like, can you get that? Like, how would that work in a divorce? Um, okay. Yeah. She is, I just want to say this before we get into the money, because the money will be pretty quick. This isn't a super long one, but she is the dumbest human being alive. <laughs> He's teaching her how yeah. to con 
specifically long cons, like talking about how don't trust anyone and like you never know who the mark is and like you do all this research on them beforehand. And she like in the beginning of this is like, oh, I don't actually have that much money from the divorce. And then, you know, he wins her over and they fall in love. And then she gives him the money. He's it's so like cool. he told her what he was going to do to her and then she's surprised when it happens. I think... It's like, come on, listen I, to the words. And I think now that I'm remembering a little bit better, I think maybe... Because is there a moment in the episode where... Um, she discovers that he's a con man, or is that does she already know that when the episode starts? Well, the starts? con is that like, yeah, she. I don't know. I think she already knew. Okay, but so it's th- like she wants to learn how to con from him. So there's, oh. in season one, there's a moment where like it looks like he is trying to con someone else. Mm. Like, and so I, I probably should have had you watched another episode, really but matter. you might not have wanted to. Um, <laughs> I would have, but it doesn't really matter. So basically, the way that it's very long as a con is that like he pretends like he was discovered like performing a con and she's like no i don't care like i want to know what you're doing and so like he wanted her to get involved in the long con Mm -hmm. but he made her think it's like her idea right and you see that throughout because he's like teaching her some simple cons and da 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 da. but like she's still has she not seen was it matchstick men oh yeah like come on and it's kind of the plot of the score yeah, that's and true that. too. Any, any movie with a con man. Yeah. See, in the words of Maya Angelou, I think when police, <laughs> when people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Yeah. As Oprah says, you treat people, you teach people how to treat you. I almost had it right. The you first time. treat people to a car. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, here's how divorce works. There's three aspects: child support. Gotcha. Uh, this one, there are some minimum guidelines in the legal system on what you have to provide. Most of the time, you wind up going above and beyond that through the courts. It's a couple of different ways that that can be done. One is percentage of income. One is like how much it would take to raise the kid, yada, yada. We've done a whole episode on it. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't get a lump (laughs) sum, so that part we can throw out. Gotcha. Does this lady have kids? No. No. Okay. The next part is alimony, which is spousal support is a nice way to say that, which is... Paying someone to keep up their style of living can go either way to either spouse. Uh, there are almost no guidelines around this. In general, the rule is you're trying to live roughly equivalent lifestyles. Doesn't it end when you if the person gets married again? I believe so, but it might depend on the state. These are generally often state-by-state rules. Okay. But again, there's very few guidelines here, so roughly equal could be I have more money but live in New York than you have in Florida, or it could be the other way. Like... It's just really about being relatively equal. But again, that tends to be an ongoing payment for some amount of time, so that's not what we're talking about. The last aspect is the division of marital assets. And this is where we talk about lump sums. So this is where, hey, if over our life together we have built up a nest egg of $50,000, I should get some and you should get some. Again here, the interesting part here is that there are basically no rules about it. Huh. Um, there's, there's this thing called the principle of equitable distribution, which basically it's an actual legal thing, which empowers parties to come to an agreement that are fair, but do not have to be equal. Okay. So if Megan, I was going to say if I divorce Megan, let's be real. When Megan divorces me, (laughs) we can agree on something we think is fair even if it's not equal. Okay. So she could mm-hmm. say, hey, I deserve, you know, I'm keeping the kids, so I deserve three quarters of it. And I could say, yeah, that's fair, mm-hmm. even if it's not equal, and we could agree to it. Sure. The other way, and the way that this kind of plays in for Lost, is 
having $600,000 in cash is possible is you can also choose how you split it. So it's not just like take retirement account, cut it in half. Take house, sell it, cut it in mm. half. Take bank account, cut it in half. This could be a situation where she could have decided that to leave her spouse the house and all the retirement money and then she got all the liquid assets or the mm -hmm. other way around okay. he could have said i'm selling that they could have said i'm selling the house you get all the proceeds from that but i'm not paying spousal support mm -hmm. or like you can kind of really arrange it any which way you want as long as you both agree on it it's not illegal but again there's very few guidelines and you can get a judge to agree that it's legal okay or that it that it works because judges are there kind of as referees just to make sure like i don't talk somebody into take accepting something that seems like a great deal at the time but maybe isn't long term right um like if i get too emotional about like i don't i just don't want to leave my house like i mm -hmm. want to keep my house and i keep a two hundred thousand dollar house and megan keeps one and a half million in retirement accounts the judge would probably say i won't let this Hang be the arrangement <laughs> like we can do it where you get five hundred thousand of the retirement accounts and the house and megan keeps you know more but like i can't let it split this unevenly sure for the long-term good of one person or another <clears throat> and then like prenuptial agreements then are just that Take that argument before any of this is at stake per yeah, se. there's kind of like two ways to think of them sometimes they're pre-arranged if we divorce this is what happens other times they're kind of like um a trust but for a marriage where they take things out of the estate so like so when you die if you have a trust like your estate oftentimes that's out of it mm -hmm. so like you say okay i died with five hundred thousand. ignore this million in my trust a prenup can kind of be like that, where it's like, I started with a million dollars, so that's off the table. Okay. And then ah, I see. if we're married for 10 years and we get to 10 million, and we just negotiate all that about 9 million, we might need to renegotiate, but my 1 million stays off. I see. Okay. 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 So it can be that way, or it can be things like, okay, for every year we're married, like you would get more percentage of this house I already owned, and then if we divorced, I'd have to settle up with you either by selling it or buying you out or whatever it would be. Okay. So it can be a couple of different things. It can be a it depends, honestly, oftentimes on the level of wealth and whether it's already received or expected and a few other things. Based I was on say, the theme I get to keep my debt when we <laughs> divorce. <laughs> Based on the theme that we covered, it seems like there's no rules and you kind of just like make a judge say it's fair. You are pretty much correct. Okay. What if, and what if the two parties can't agree at all? They uh, go to jail. <laughs> yeah, they both get executed. Well, as I understand, one of them plants a bomb in the other one's house and then that person goes to jail for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So... <laughs> Uh, no, that's where yeah. that's where basically lawyers become involved. Mm. I mean, lawyers are yeah. generally involved in this anyway, just because you don't want to agree to something that then won't hold up, even yeah. if it's amicable and you want mm. someone looking out for you in an emotional con like time. Though a lawyer might not be the person, but lawyer jokes aside, yeah. um, like that's where basically what you would do is you would have two lawyers meet in a room. They would decide what they think is fair with your like. I would say, hey, yeah, Pat, my as my lawyer, yeah. here are the things like yeah. most important to me, second mm -hmm. most important, third most important, don't care about, but I know is important to right. you, to him. So make sure that like you use that as a bargaining chip, mm -hmm. whatever. You meet in a neutral ground, and we're both unhappy at the end of the negotiation because I had to give up some of my stuff. They had to give up some of their okay. stuff. But at least you're mutually but unhappy. It is fair because the lawyers don't have a stake in it, and yeah. the judge will probably approve it because two independent third parties looked at it and said, this is as close to fair as we're going to get. 
and tough shit. Mm-hmm. Like, God, divorce is tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's rough. <sighs> Even amicable ones can be rough. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it was so unstructured when I threw out this topic idea. I thought maybe it was like uh, something that you guys hadn't talked about before that might be like a... Yeah, we you talked just about child through a, support a, a formula or something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, it is. Because yeah. really child support did have a bunch of formulas yes. attached mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. It does. So. And again, oftentimes people go or are asked to go above and beyond. But like there is a set like thing for child support. But really the rest of it is very... And certain again, this is a state by state thing, so some are more rigid than others, but most of them are pretty loosey goosey on the rules as long as it is agreed upon as fair by the people involved. Mm-hmm. So just going back to loss, my guess is that since she has just basically six hundred thousand dollars in cash, which what the shit does she not have a bank account right. for? It like brings wait, it out in a wait, double wait, bag. Wait, wait, wait. Cash she keeps in her in her on well, her person. I mean, she it's might have part gone of, it's to part the, of the bank. Long, it's part of the long con. Like she doesn't Uh-oh. have that at the start of the episode. That's oh, true. Okay. Yeah, basically, she's he, like, I yeah. trust you. I'm it's like get the it classic. Out cash. It's like a Nigerian prince thing, if I recall. Like not exactly, but it's the classic. Like, well, we need a million. We'll give you this six hundred thousand. You give us the four hundred, and then they like some have a plan to take it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's that sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. But like because I'm giving you this I much have to money, let this check clear, you so. know I'm mm-hmm. for real. I would never give you six hundred thousand if I didn't actually have the ability to put up the rest. Sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's that sort yeah. of scam. I don't remember yeah. the exact ins and outs, but like an end of trading places, which just oh, like boggles my mind because like I'm thinking about like making a a tuition payment like next semester and i need to move it out of uh a high yield savings account that i don't have like a checking account associated with Mm -hmm. and just seems like such a pain in the ass to get like two thousand dollars out of an account (laughs) that i don't have like a checking like a checkbook associated with you have to talk to a banker about that i imagine the six hundred thousand dollars and they'd be like because when i tried to buy my wife's wedding wedding ring my credit card got got declined and it was very embarrassing oh i mean (laughs) yeah i bet that happens a lot some robot is like this room doesn't ever spend this (laughs) much money (laughs) once yeah i had the money but i wanted the point so then i had to like step out in the hall and call them and they were like Oh yeah, we have like a thousand dollar transaction limit in a single purchase, and I had like was closer to out of college, so I don't think that's still. I think it's higher now. I'm sure they still have some limit, but like, so I had to like be like, okay, thanks, daddy. Can you take that off? (laughs) I want to go spend some money. Thank you, sweet money, daddy, please. (laughs) (laughs) So I had that happen to me once when I just bought expensive theater tickets, though. So, and they they were like not that expensive, and. I was embarrassed because my uh, debit card company or whatever was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You never spend $80. And I was like, I don't, do I? Well, I, okay. like, I don't think it, again, I think they've raised mine enough now that it didn't matter. But be ahead, I was so embarrassed by that experience when we were buying our Hamilton group tickets. Well, this was more because you, like, had a certain amount of time to buy them because it was like this, da, 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 da. And we were buying like twenty pre-sale Hamilton tickets, mm-hmm. which are like two hundred bucks. So I had to call my thing ahead of time and be like, this "We're is gonna make to a big purchase. <laughs> it's okay." And then I like told the lady, "I was like, don't worry, we're getting repaid by people." And then in my head, I was like, "She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> she <laughs> I'm like telling care. her like the details of how I'm managing this. She, she, she wants phone, that like, existing credit for as long as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the woman on the phone was like, "This is fine. This is fine. This is getting suspicious." Yeah. Now she's like, <laughs> so she's like "Are you reporting worry. that income to the IRS, honey?" Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get people to pay me back for it uh, more than I paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I we actually won two group lottos, and I to regret to this day we gave oh, yeah, one right. to another group of people who bought them and like gave them to their friends. But I regret to this day not just buying that second one ourselves because we could have 
double our money Marked easy. Yeah. Uh, but that's also evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's just a tricky, that's a slippery slope, and then eventually you start hosting a fire Scalping festival and like <laughs> I make I see tickets. how that ends yeah. 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 so yeah anyway from the actual law standpoint though my presumption now she seemed a little young for them to be doing this well but you know one of them could have come from money or whatever my presumption is he she let him have house and or retirement accounts or some other yeah. combo and she was given a lump sum to compensate mm-hmm. for yeah giving him other assets more or less liquid whatever she might have just yeah she might have wanted like i want to move to a new city and start over so <laughs> she, i just want a bundle of cash she might have been here. younger than him i don't recall oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much we yeah. actually even know about her in the flashbacks but yeah i yeah. mean it could mm-hmm. be a million things but that's mm-hmm. the impression i got was yeah. that because she had this lump sum of money and it was in cash it's also possible he split a retirement account with her and she just liquidated it i mean it would have severe penalties and yeah. tax mm-hmm. consequences but she could do it like yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a quick way to lose four four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. You're <not> wrong. <laughs> um so yeah, I mean that's 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 pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you guys uh ever gonna go back and watch Lost? Probably not. Honestly, I I'm tempted now. Yeah, I like made me more tempted doing this, but again, <laughs> yeah. don't feel bad about spoiling if that's what you're about to do. No, no. no. I would thought you were just gonna ask us if we were ever gonna get divorced. <laughs> You've been you've been waiting for this episode to get like very personal. Uh, like, all right, who's first? <laughs> hey, listen, two of us here have left their spouses at home, one pregnant, one with a kid. So this side of the table is more likely to get divorced than you two. I don't know about you that. You spent the evening together. I know. Sharing the, an no, no, fair enough. No. The couple that podcast together. Well, I got nothing. No. I got nothing. <laughs> I feel like we're good. We we renegotiate every year. And we're about midway through. We had our six month uh, acknowledgement <laughs> yeah. about uh, 10 days ago. Just like, a, oh, hey, we've been married six months. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Yeah. And David, Congrats. it's been the worst six months of my life. <laughs> Sit down. Well, <laughs> well, he's, he's related, unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> related? See, I could never divorce my wife because no. she knows me <gasps> too well. So she'd just like hold a match up to like my board game shelf and be like, I want all the money. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, <laughs> just leave money. me enough to buy yeah. a few more of those. Let me keep my babies. Uh, Your I babies need... in the other room. Not those, the ones I love. <laughs> Whatever, that one poops. <laughs> oh, that's hardly a game. <laughs> it's a very long game. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That uh, I don't think anyone wins. That we all lose. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, that's divorce. That's divorce, and that's lost. I would watch Lost. Yeah, I think watch Lost. I think if you, if you really are out of other shows, like because because like it's born salesman, it's just just a lot of episodes, and like it definitely doesn't. It doesn't have. It doesn't pick you up as quickly. Being twenty, being a twenty-two episode season is intimidating. About it, Mm -hmm. honestly, Um, because like. I have half of, uh, of an Americans left, and exactly. those, those oh, are yeah. ten episodes. Yeah, it's shoot. We gotta finish that I'm show. I'm done with that. I got into like the second to last, halfway through the second to last season, and I couldn't bring myself to care anymore. You're just, just like a like... season ahead of us, and I can kind of see the steam like running out. Well, we already um, kind of well, we were just about to get married, so that's why. Yeah, we got married, just, and then I started school, and, and they done, keep yeah. trying to ratchet up the tension, but it like it's almost gotten boring. Because of it, it's I think it's like hard. Hits. There's no peaks and valleys. It's just one. So, you know, yeah. it is a thing that I no imagine is hard because you know, you you know that it ended 
you know? Like, yeah. I think that, well, that yeah. would be a lot more attractive if you were watching it, like, as it was happening. But even I, still... Maybe, but, like, I know superheroes are going to survive their movies, but you can still, like, ratchet the tension up on That's me fair. and peak and valley it. Like, I know Captain America's not going to die at the end of Captain America 1, at least. I like, maybe this one, but, like... But you get what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, I still felt, like, ooh, high action, low action, like, humor, not, like... And this just very much felt like... It was, like, the... Dun, 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 I will... Dun, 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 dun. But if you just then go... For like four more seasons, I'm just like, Everybody's like okay, okay, I, I get it. There's I, something coming. I will say like, if you do push through it for Americans, um, you you will be happy. Ending. the The second to last season is considered by a lot of people to be the weakest. Okay. Oh um, really? That's and the, and then and then the last season, I think I think it's more interesting from start to finish, and the ending without spoiling anything. Um, is not a cliched ending. Okay. I, okay. I know the ending because I read a thing well, that was, it, was so stupid. It was just yeah. an article about like what their best the wigs, wigs were. Wigs. Oh, <laughs> it was, like, yeah. The dumbest wigs on yeah, the show. Yeah. And I like read mm-hmm. the, the article and I got halfway through and they were like, and in the last scene, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know yeah. how it ends. Mm-hmm. And it seems like I'm excited to see them earn it. Yeah, okay. they do. Yeah. I might push through it then because I did like it. Like, And it's and entertaining it, episode to episode. It's just like... And it, you would step back mm. from like I'm, I think I'm. How many episodes are there per season? There's like maybe like ten or thirteen. Yeah, yeah. something like and that. And I think yeah. I'm like seven into five because I think there's six, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just like, it's on Amazon, sitting there blinking at me, and mm-hmm. I just never really feel the need to hit second play to last. Next. Yeah, second to last season. Like tough. it's, yeah. it's definitely held out a lot better than a lot of prestige yes. stuff. Yeah, like for me, since Breaking Bad, like Breaking Bad was the only thing that like. It, that was easy because its hump was season three, and like once you got past that, like the backslide was, like easy. Yeah, um, I cannot speak to this. Um, I better. But like you never saw it everything, I watched the first like six episodes like five times. Same. I find it engaging. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> yeah, man, I totally understand that. It's just like it is the whole of the thing, and I have gotten stymied by a lot of other prestige stuff that just like doesn't. Like, I don't buy it. Maybe I'll watch it in honor of playing Twilight Struggle soon. <laughs> yeah. Get so those games in. That Cold War. <laughs> this is one of your real intense pre-baby games that you're going to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a game, it's a game that I own and I haven't gotten to play it in like a year and a half. Oh, yeah. It's similar over to baby. like Diplomacy, but for two players. Oh, yeah. ooh, fun. Take pictures. Not similar, but like that yeah. sort of like type. Except mm-hmm. it either ends with just like now or nuclear war. Yep, oh. pretty much. Oh. Yeah, you could accidentally trigger nuclear war. Oh, yeah. and I probably will because I've never played <laughs> <Watch> it before. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to hear how that goes. Yes, yeah. obviously, if the option is there, like I always feel guilty in games where, like video games especially, where they're like, if you make mean choices, it changes the character, and at the end you'll have a different ending. And I'm like, I want to know. But I don't want to be mean. Yeah, but I also know you don't have to pay writers well enough to give you more than, like, four endings. So yeah. mm-hmm. That's fair. Bandersnatch. No, what will probably happen in Twilight Struggle is probably... There's, like, three ways to win, and I'll see Pat, like, in... Like, one turn away from an inevitably doing one in a way I can't stop. So I'll ha. just trigger, trigger nuclear war, because I'm like, if I'm going down it, the world's burning <laughs> with me. <laughs> F you and your peace. Yeah. Technically, I would still win, but it would probably be less I know, but that's what I'm saying. It would be yeah. more satisfying yeah. Yeah. for me to burn the world instead of like, oh, I control Europe now, so I win. Yeah, yeah. fine, man. <laughs> fine, but Europe's on fire. <laughs> yeah, you control a cinder. <laughs> good, good luck enjoying Zurich now. 
I didn't think we'd get on to Twilight Struggle with this lost episode. Here That's we are. Yeah. We wind up Welcome in this. This is how the sausage is made. We should do another board game one soon because I think it's been a minute since we've talked board games. Well, the last one was Clue, maybe. Or Probably. We talked the movie, really, on that. Yeah. A little bit about Yeah. I don't remember which yeah. one came first. Anyway, thank you for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. I've been Pat. Pat! Thanks, Hooray! Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks yeah, for being thanks here. Thanks for coming, man. Fun. We enjoyed these. This was a good three-episode Pat run. If you enjoyed Pat, please email us at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com and we'll bully him into coming on again. Uh, also, thanks to our composer, Charlie Miller, for her music. Catch her on Spotify and at her website, charliemiller.com. Um, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. That's the thing I've been missing these past two episodes, but it's definitely important. Please double rate us for the times that I forgot to say it. Um, and we'll see you next time on Make Believe Money. Okay, bye! Very drunk yeah, man. Oh. I, I hallucinated a video, game, a video game that we actually did play. <laughs>